What's going on, Radio Free Instant Fan listeners, and welcome to episode 133 of the Radio Free Instant Fan podcast. My name is Michael. I got my co-host Derek here. Going to say what's going on, Derek. How's it going, everybody? And we also have powerful Scott. Going to say what's going on, Scott. What's going on, guys? That's it. So we got a pretty good. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> and we have powerful Vincenzo here. Going to say what's going on, Vince. What's up, everybody? In his brand new. Secret Labs Titan chair. Yeah, fucking Scott. flexing on us over there. Just, just let us know. He uh he made sure he was sitting where we could see the logo of the chair. <laughs> it's like a like a pillow nobody would ever fucking use. Like I don't know who's putting their head on that pillow. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Vince has been on the show one time and already hit up some sponsors, and so apparently we're sponsored by Secret Labs now. And you're welcome. He's the only one that got the chair. I don't know how that worked yes. out, uh, but whatever. That's they, how it works out sometimes. <laughs> they were like, you got, a, you got a big dick, you post dank memes, and you're on RFI. We're sponsoring you immediately. Where can we send your free chairs? And he just gave his address. We don't know where the other chairs are. They sent us five, and uh, we didn't see him. We didn't see any of those chairs. So, yeah, this episode of Ray First Fan sponsored by Secret Labs uh, Titan. Uh, the most game, comfortable gaming chair I've ever seen. Wouldn't know, but I've seen it. It's the most comfortable looking chair. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. I, looks great. I hear it's nice. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I can hear Vince's comfort from here, honestly. <laughs> like I just, uh, he, looks, I, he looks visibly more relaxed. <laughs> exactly. He looks even more smug than normal, though. So, <laughs> so uh, Ryan is taking a shower right now, so he is not <laughs> currently available, but he did say he'll jump on here in a bit, and I'm pretty sure he'll be. Nice and clean when he does, and possibly a little bit steamy, so you might hear that in his mic. I don't know. We're going to find out. See how that works out. Uh, well, we do have a pretty good episode for you planned. Basically, we're just going to do a little breakdown of what we've been working on. I know Derek was at Depticon. Uh, yeah, it was. Pretty excited about that. I had a lot of, a lot of fun, but I'll that later. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to go into a normalized episode here. We've been talking about uh, uh, games and stuff like that. We've been talking about CFDs. And all the stupid shit that I've been doing on that game. And the stuff you can do. And if you guys are out there listening and you play Sea of Thieves, hit me up because, uh, you know, I'm always down for shenanigans on that game. 100%. One hundo. And that game is good for shenanigans. They, they got a solid engine. Just made for doing crazy stuff. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, anyway, who wants to start off this hobby progress talk? I'll go with you. Yeah, let's hear this. Tell us about your uh, your Adepticon adventures and also your Book 8 discoveries. Yeah, so last weekend I was in powerful Schaumburg, Illinois at Adepticon. Uh, Ryan actually took a bunch of stuff up there and did Ascendancy to Ruin again. That was super dope. Uh, I was criticized, criticized pretty heavily for not doing enough playing. And yeah, I mean, I just kind of went up there, had a good time, and good times were had. Played a little bit of Titanicus, finally, after buying the fucking box. God knows how long ago. So, came back pretty stoked about that. I finally got one of my Titans painted up. I did uh, Legio Furians. Uh, what else happens? Uh, book 8. Everybody got their Book 8 over at Adepticon. That was pretty fun. Uh, shout out to everybody who was involved with the live cast we did. Everybody who was on camera, behind the camera, watching. You know, that was just a good time. Good time doing that. Yeah, appreciate you doing that because you know, yeah, I, people I mean, needed to know what was in that book. Yeah, and I know some people didn't want to talk about it, so yeah, I'm down. I learned, I learned stuff from it. 
and things. I got my plate today in the mail. I was pretty pumped about that. Nice. How's it feel? Does it make you want to start White Scars? Well, I was so preoccupied with my brand new chair that I haven't cracked it out yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's gonna. He wants to read it comfortably, Derek. So okay. yeah, you can't interrupt his valuable chair time yeah. with the new heresy book. It makes sense. He he wants to get some pro level gaming in now. He doesn't have time to be reading these books about miniatures. That's fine. I get it. Like once you crack that book, though, like I've just been thinking of like different it, ways you could do demons. Uh, tempted to like fuck around with custodes a little bit now that their points aren't quite so wild. I want to say that like this book is definitely not nice. Uh, like I, I feel, you know, I always thought like I was beyond that level where it's like, man, it's like Forge World can't drop anything that's gonna just reel me back the fuck in. And then I'm just like sitting here, I was like, man, dude, CDR has got the fucking great unclean ones for not too bad of a price right now. Like I don't know, like they got those big ass ones that are pretty cool and i've really been wanting to play nurgle forever drop them big stinky demons drop them big stanky demons so i don't know it's good to use a fucking nurgle demon just a bunch of nurgle demons man i'll just load up my airbrush with like multiple different colors (laughs) like they like they do with those acrylic paintings and just shake it up and spray get your uh, get your camo colors and your acrylic rattle cans so why do you why do your models smell like human shit it's like don't (laughs) Don't ask questions don't you don't want to know the answer to. Answer. Come on. Yeah. I go all, I go 110% when I paint these models, boy. Yeah, but other than the live stream, just a great time shooting the shit with everybody, catching up. It was a fantastic time. Finally had Texas Day Brazil. That was really cool. Texas Day Brazil. Yeah, it's one of those uh, Brazilian steakhouses where they bring you meat on swords. Oh, nice. They have that in Chicago? Yeah, they have, apparently they've got that and a Fogo de Chao. Okay, that I've heard of. Yeah, it was everything I dreamed it would be. Oh my god, it was magical. Okay, it it felt like that scene in Beauty and the Beast, the the be our guests, where they're just like going through dinner like faster than normal pace. I just have people just bringing me swords of meat, just dropping in front of me, like oh fuck, like we actively can't have like the kind of small talk we want to have because I'm like I gotta deal with this meat, dude. I got more coming. Fuck. (laughs) There's a dude with a sword behind me, and I'm a little bit worried that he's going to, you know. I, I got to catch him before he walks away with that uh, with that prime sirloin. Was it was it good meat, though? Like, I feel like, okay, like, you know, the Japanese do it right, right? You know, they oh, they have, like, Japanese, you know, Wagyu, Kobe, or whatever. And, like, they give you, like, that baby little sliver, and they're like, hey, by the way, this is going to be the best. Like, this has been aged for 28 years. And we want you to go ahead and, you know, it's been dry aged and all this stuff. And then you get that, like, you get that, like, little tiny baby sliver of meat. And you're like, damn, that was fucking delicious. Like, that was great. And I feel like, like, places that feed you just a shitload of steaks and meats, it's like, I mean, these are okay, but they're not very flavorful. Well, I've never had Wagyu, but. Oh, my bad. <laughs> that was rude. I forgot about that. I don't know anything about these fancy meats that apparently exist, but uh, I wasn't dissatisfied with anything I ate. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, um, I don't think what else happened. I'm just, I'm just saying you're a, you're a representative of Texas, and you just ate steaks in another, a, at another a state. restaurant called Texas Day Brazil. I, I feel like you should be about, a little bit more critical right now. Uh, there are plenty of other Texans there who know probably a lot more about meat. Yeah, but you said Texas Day Brazil, which sounds like to me it's not necessarily more of a Texas steakhouse. It's more of a Brazilian steakhouse which is like where they do the 
meats on swords and shit like that, where they just un- like they unload meat on you. Yeah, it was more like that. Uh, I'm told that is a Brazilian steakhouse. That is the, the genre. Of <laughs> I knew you were gonna say something. Where is it? I've never had get the playful meat unloaded on. I've never had meat unloaded on me in Texas. That's all I'm saying. Like that sounds like a real Brazilian thing. Like nobody in Texas is gonna unload their meat on you. Like it does. That's definitely a Brazilian. <laughs> so I can't speak for the Brazilian side, but uh, the Texas in me was definitely satisfied with uh, the meat that they unloaded upon. Okay. If you're supposed you to you're say. supposed to talk some shit like yeah, it was all right. It wasn't the best <laughs> meat I've ever like had. You're supposed to shit on them, let them know that it, it wasn't the best meat I've ever had. If you want to hear, yeah, that's what that. I need. That's what you needed to say. Okay, well, <laughs> let's so maybe let me know before we start recording. A couple steaks and you know, like go fuck themselves. They don't know how to make. <laughs> Thank you, Vince. <laughs> Vince, like I bet when Vince eats spaghetti, literally anywhere else in the world, it's like, it's, I mean. They don't know how to make a good pasta, but, you know, there's like... Yeah, they, they know how to boil noodles, I guess. I guess, like, a boil some fucking noodles. But they don't, you know, I, I bet I bet Vince hasn't had good pizza anywhere outside of his own city. Like, come on. Yeah, it's the guy's honest truth. <laughs> yeah, see? Oh, yeah, had deep dish pizza for the first time in my life. To That's fucking food. soup and a bread bowl. That ain't fucking pizza. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, see? <laughs> okay, I didn't realize you wanted me to just fucking. fucking like that. Bullshit. That's what that is right there. Did you get your half sandwich with it too? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, that's that's some solid chirping right there. So it was the first time you had Giordano's, then I'm guessing. Uh, no, it wasn't Giordano's. It was uh, Lou Minotti's. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds like a that, yeah. fine establishment. <laughs> like the you know the pizza cut in triangles, it just works. But, yeah, for my first deep dish pizza, it was pretty good. Uh, it was definitely different from any other kind of pizza I've had. I don't know if that's just because it was, like, Chicago-style deep dish or deep dish in general, but it was like eating a lasagna. Yeah, last time I had a Chicago deep dish pizza was from Chiodornos. I learned two things. Uh, first off, that uh, it's way more expensive than normal pizza. True. And, uh, it's like three pizza stuff. Secondly, it's way more pizza than normal pizza. Yeah, it's like three pizzas stacked on top of each other. So when you normally go get a pizza from like a normal pizza place, like, yeah, go make me three because it's me and my boys, and we plan on fucking shutting this bitch down. <laughs> go and give us three of them pizzas, and, you know, and we coming. might we might need a dog eating bag, but probably not. Nope. When you order three Giordano pizzas, you're like, holy fuck, dude, we're going to have pizza for <laughs> the next six days. Like, there's, there's like, I, I ate a slice, and I'm already shitting. <laughs> Your fucking LDL yeah. cholesterol levels are gonna look like my credit score, man. I mean, God. <laughs> well, we ordered all those pizzas, and they're like, "Yeah, then of course we're gonna want the dessert." <laughs> like, of course, <laughs> just, just bring it. Don't even ask. And it's like, oh, dude, just wheel in the dessert cart. <laughs> Fuck, we we look like some class A bitches right now. Like we didn't touch any of this stuff. Like we didn't even touch that hamburger bullshit pizza that I don't remember who ordered. But you know you you know which member of the group you were. Fucking meat lovers are get the fuck out. Meat lovers <laughs> who's ordered hamburger. It's in the meat lovers, bro. Pick everything else out and give it to us. <laughs> Jesus, man up. So anyway, so anyway, tell us more about your trip. Uh, so Did they fuck you on the beds again, like they've done every <laughs> well, fucking year. That's well, never happened with Adeptagon. Well, I had to share a bed with Josh. 
So was it a king size bed or was it no. two? Y'all it was got two, two queens. It was two queens. It was me, him, Locker, and uh, powerful Cody. Oh, it's like we got two queens, but it was just me and Josh. We just shared one queen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear, dude. Every year I've gone to Depticon, I'm like, yeah, let me go get two queens. All we have is a single king. Oh. <laughs> well. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, last year Jack pulled in clutch with that crib. Oh yeah, that's true. Jack got made sure we got our crib <laughs> for our son, me and your son. So. But, yeah. Uh, last year flew up. This year drove. That sucked. It's rough. Yeah. Just three people driving. It was me, Cody, and Walker. Pretty and Josh just kind of flew. I said, yeah, fuck you guys are flying. Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't so bad last year because there was like, uh, you know, we had the like four or five people. Four or five people. We were watching. I was watching literally all the Alien movies and everything like that, all the way to Covenant. And then, uh, you know, shit to do. But I don't know. When you're like, no, you're gonna have to drive for that eight-hour haul or whatever. It's just it gets rough. It's not the drive up there because you're anticipating stuff yeah, is awesome. It's the drive back where you're like. Fucking well, I mean, just get to Texas already. Well, no, the drive back, we were still pretty hyped because we are talking about, you know, all the stuff from Book 8 we can do in, like, <sighs> next. Uh, we are hyped about Titanicus. This is the first time we played Titanicus. And they picked up a Grandmaster box up there. I think they'd split it. Okay, okay. So we might see some more Titanicus going on in town. Now, Derek, like, was it more beneficial for you guys to just drive down there because one of y'all was taking, like, a shit ton of shit up to Adepticon? Or was it, like, let's just save some money and do, like, the 14-hour, 18-hour fucking baton death march drive up to fucking Chicago? So we definitely Ironmaned it. We didn't stop to, like, crash out anywhere. Uh, we just took shifts, like, two people in the front, and then somebody was crashed out in the back. Uh, definitely, definitely helped having the van because we ended up having to haul pretty and Josh's stuff, including all the stuff that Josh had for the mega battle. And oh, okay, gotcha. <clears throat> Janice up there. Mm. Thankfully, we didn't have to bring her back. We uh, we put her in the shop, and she's getting some work done, allegedly. Nice, nice. And uh, he also took a bunch of other stuff up there that we didn't have to bring back. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Was he uh, sell his Laser cut goods? Uh, he was delivering some laser cut goods that people had ordered from him. Previously. That's fair. That's smart. Intellectual property-wise. That's very smart. Yeah, some, some commissions he had done. Retroactively. <laughs> did, you, did you happen to meet Powerful Chase while you were there? I sure did. I met Chase and Thor. Ooh. Are you talking about Chase Montambo, man? Oh, yeah. Chase Montambo. Yeah. Powerful is a very important word to use when talking about Powerful Chase. Yeah, and I gotta say, uh, Powerful Thor lives up to the name. He's a pretty cool dude. Truly Norse man? Like, did he have obvious superior, like, did he have, like, very apparent superior genes than you? I mean, people get weird when you say stuff like that, but, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, <laughs> I, I, I knew that moment I was a lesser man. <laughs> like, yeah. People, eugenics and bringing that up in public these days really can't <laughs> touch the button. <laughs> it's like, wow, you are definitely superior to me, and uh, it's nothing I can do about it. Just, I'm very aware that. That chiseled jaw is <laughs> probably nine, ten inch long. <laughs> like, uh, can you confirm? I didn't see it. It's not only long, it's thick. It's it's impossible. It's like the purest of genes right there. <laughs> well, yeah, that was like my favorite part, just meeting people. 
like catching up with the people I met last year and met you know Stiff and Heresy Camp, uh, and then meeting new people up there. That's like I said, that's why I go to these things. Like I didn't get a single game of Heresy in, and probably should have. I took my Nightwoods up there, but still had a blast. Damn, and you like prepped them to take up there too. Like you were getting them ready. Well, I did them for the Escalation League here in town. Oh. Like I didn't like. I thought you had crunch. to finish them. Well, yeah, but I mean they're already mostly done. I just had to like throw on some sealer, maybe finish up some uh, weathering and devil work on the flyers. I gotcha. But yeah, coming back pretty jazzed for uh, for Titanicus. Like I said, I got that warlord done up. I'm working on some terrain too. Uh, one thing I need to start getting better about, and I think I'm going to start looking into it, is getting better at photographing models. Because I took some pictures of my Furion's uh, Warlord, but all the gold and the yellow just kind of washes out against each other, and it just doesn't look like that in person, so I'm trying to get better. Uh, I think Ryan was talking about holding a class for that at Wargamer Camp. Ooh, I don't know if I need to wait that long. I might just YouTube it and see what I can do for now until then. Gotcha. Well. But yeah, that's pretty much me. Got to crack open book eight and do a quick rundown for everybody. Not the most experienced person, but you know, I think I think me, Cody, and everybody else involved did a pretty good job. I watched your demon part. It was pretty good. I have no complaints. I learned something. I was drunk and commenting. Uh, I, I suspected. <laughs> it's like, whip that... Whip that piece out, bro. <laughs> real quick. Like, <laughs> real quick. Just real quick. Suck I'll do, it, I'll do it. I'm like, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> I, need a, I need a thumbnail. Whip that out. Whip that piece out. Hey, what the fuck? A couple of dudes on here on the internet. I better see some schlong, all right? Hey, yo, dingbat. Take your top off. <laughs> what are we packing here? I need to know. <laughs> Is it embarrassingly big or embarrassingly small? Either way. Either uh, way, I knew you were fucking free. Uh, so what you been working on, Scott? Man, I see you over there painting something, Griffiny. Yeah, man. So I was supposed to be moving here pretty soon, but my uh, closing day got bumped back for some bullshit. So I, <laughs> I literally could not go more than two days without having my hobby shit out so i broke into my boxes and got all my shit out and set my stuff up back again and uh right now i'm working on some empire demigriffs and they're recast so i'm trying to like they don't come with directions obviously so i'm trying to like cobble together what feet go where and i keep fucking it up so i'm just snipping whole parts of their legs off and filing it down until it like looks halfway decent but uh so i finished like my 2500 point list for my empire and it took i thought it took a really long time it did take a really long time um but uh i had to do it all by fucking brush basically all of it by brush and now when i did when i told up how long it took me i think it took me like a month and a half but which isn't really that long, I guess, but um, it's the first time I've painted that much shit by purely brush alone in a very long time. It makes you appreciate things like wet palettes and brush conditioner and all that good shit. So I did that. I got that done, and I went and played a game G 
two games this Sunday with my friend Nick, who I would characterize how this went of how disciplining comes from your drunk stepdad. Like, he was beating me, but while he was beating me violently, he was like, this is for your own good. This will make you better down the road. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like whippering and kind of scared to make eye contact. Did you Did you name those handgunners? Did you name them? I told you not to name them, and this is why. <laughs> just shits all over them. Just picks up my, my unit tray and dumps it down his garbage disposal and turns it on. Like I there. told you not to name them. Why'd you paint them so nice? Just go take them off the table right when you put them on. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was a lot of fun. He did beat the fuck out of me, but <laughs> I learned a lot, so it's good to be getting back into the swing of things. And, Which one of your friends says it was okay to bring a great cannon? Which one was it? Was it Tommy? Did Tommy tell you to bring this great cannon? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's Tommy's mom doing? What? Uh, <laughs> did she say anything about me? <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And um, other than that, I uh, I got a game coming up Thursday with Trooper Mike. So we're going to get a – he's got a really sharp painted Orcs and Goblins army. We're going to meet here at a local store and uh, play some games in the afternoon and all that jazz. But um, everything's going good, man. I just fucking – it took moving and packing my shit away to realize how fucking addicted to painting I am and how absolutely necessary it is to my fucking mental health. Cause I dug through all those boxes and I was like, I gotta, I gotta fucking have something, man. I gotta, I'll just put together one little Debbie grip. That's all. <laughs> just for me, just get me through the diet. It'll be fine. That's how it happened. But uh, that's about it, man. Just fucking pushing on. I'm gonna work on this shit and then I'm gonna start working on uh, I think once I'm, I'm gonna do five thousand points for my Empire Army whereabouts 5,000 points and then I'm going to uh, try to this is really stupid of me but I'm going to try to find um, Tomb Kings so if anyone out there is listening and you've got some genuine Tomb Kings hit me up and I'll fucking put those I'll, I'll throw some coinage your way when I'm moved and ready for my chats but, I need that bone giant I need that uh, <laughs> the what I need, what I need is skeletons on fucking horses. The horse archers are good, and the chariots are pretty, pretty decent too. And well, so, chariots are their jam, right? That's like that yeah. was a Tomb King thing. So, uh, anyone's got that out there, hey, and you're looking to get rid of it, got you. I'll see. And then what was it? Those not Anunnaki, the Anaki or whatever the fuck they're called, Don't the dog-headed me. like big bitches. I don't know shit. Oh, the Ushabi. <laughs> Shabby, that's right. They're yeah. shabby, man. I know it's a cool name, man. I'm gonna name, I'm gonna name my next dog that. <laughs> Sweet, but uh, yeah, man, that's the plan. Get those started after I finish about 5K of Empire. Um, this whole moving thing's kind of throwing my time off a little bit, but once, once I'm settled, I'm sure I'll have this banked out pretty fast. Uh, they're called free peoples, but that's fine. <laughs> Whoa, there. Whoa, there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice, you paint up free peoples. That's nice. Yeah. I'm painting up Dwarden, also known as the Dispossessed. No. Not no, up. man. Please. Shit, no, man. To get your ass kicked saying something like that. They're fucking dwarves, bro. <laughs> Don't you ever call my shit Dispossessed. I'll fight you right here. 
I'll fucking flip this table over and crush all your shit. Plus all them fucking golden bitches off here. These queer. These, <laughs> These look dispossessed. <laughs> These look This look like a Dwarden. You think so? That's fucking A1 Dwemner, son. That's, that's dwarf. How about you, Vince, man? What you been working on? I have been working on basically everything. Been doing a lot of 3D printing because I finally got that shit dialed in. No more of that shitty Iron Throne you guys bust my balls about anymore. <laughs> Not You're this fucking guy. derpy throne. Is that what that was? I mean, it was better than mine, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I liked how you called shit on mine, and then you actually tried it, and you were like, well, this fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> Vince is just an idiot stuff, printing without support. <laughs> and my print just stops. <laughs> this is how you print it without support. Like, oh, well. oh, oh. But yeah, so like I've been printing like a whole bunch of different uh, like just mods and upgrades for the Ender 3 because I found like the, the whole uh, cable chain link mod for all the cables in the back and shit like that to clean it up. And then uh, I, I got that pie cam. So I got a pie cam mount that that Ooh, the Octoprint, son. Yeah, it mounts on the um, it mounts not on the fucking hot end, but it mounts on the fucking where that had that that G code fucking. You take a fucking QR code. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, so the, it mounts on there, and then you put the little pie cam in there. And then I also uh, I printed a a case that mounts to the actual ender for the uh, for my actual Raspberry Pi. So I got all that done, and then I printed a filament guide because if you don't have the fucking aluminum extruder for the Ender Three, you don't have that filament guide. If you print a lot, it's gonna cut up into that plastic extruder. So this helps so that you don't have to spend your money on a fucking aluminum extruder, which I don't really want to do. So I've been doing that. I've also been getting my Thousand Suns ready for AJ's event, the 74th Deuces Gone Wild event in June. So I'm going up there. Uh, me and Powerful Kurt, we're, we're teaming up. We're being traders, and we're participating in that event. So, Kurt Miles? Are you talking about Kurt Miles? Yes, I am. Oh, dude, that dude's he's a dreamboat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Powerful Kurt. So, okay. so him and him and Jay are going up there as well. So it's me, Jay, and Kurt. We're going That's up the there. Fucking dream team there right go. there, man. But I forget Jay, Jay, I forget who's Jay Jay is playing with, but me and Kurt are teamed up. I'm I'm doing Thousand Suns. He still doesn't know what he's doing yet. I think he's he's running AdMac for our big special fucking big dick energy surprise we're bringing up there. So Got that going on, and then I'm finishing up my Flames of War stuff for the fucking Wargamer camp, so I've been working on that stuff. So that's some, like, historical wargaming stuff I'm pretty pumped about. Um, that's, that's about it. Just mostly it's been video games, 3D printing stuff, learning how to, like, mess with, like, Fusion 360 and uh, fucking Mesh Mixer and, and Sculptus and, like, how to make things and, like, find like good prints and shit and man like my print my prints are coming out primo like i am very pleased of what's going on with this 3d printer so by the way like if you haven't like well you you don't have an ender 3 like neither of you don't have an ender 3 right you have the i the mega yeah, I, megas yeah mega i3s i3 megas well, everybody out there is listening that has the ender 3 or the ender 3 pro if you go on amazon for about 12 bucks you can get these fucking steel yellow coated uh compression springs for the for the three leveling knobs and they make leveling 
10 times easier. Like uh, in, in total hours, I've probably done about, I want to say around like 120 plus hours of continuous printing between like projects and like pulling stuff off, hitting the print button, pulling it off in the print button. And I haven't had to re-level it at one time. It's because mm. those, those springs are so stiff. Once you have it leveled, like the normal operation of the of the printer isn't going to fuck it up. That's fucking badass, dude. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I know you talked about it a couple... Where were you at a couple of... Um, I think it was like about a month ago. You were talking about you were in uh, Houston or something like that. Maybe not Houston. Maybe Austin. For what? Uh, it was either a painting class or something like that, or it was a heresy event that you went to. Uh, I went to a painting class in San Antonio, CK. But the pre- the big premise I took away from it was you found out that in like the urban cities they have like those free scooters. Well, not free scooters. Oh yeah, yeah, it was somewhere in San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I live in downtown Fort Lauderdale, and so like those fucking things are everywhere. So like I'll just get on those bad boys and I'll do the same thing that you did. It's like. I'll fucking walk in here, and then I'm like, I'm fucking scooting here, bro. Hey, I'm scooting here. Hey, I'm scooting over here. Like, <laughs> just running people off the sidewalk and shit. Yeah, those are a menace, dude. They keep getting pushed from city to city. Like, the, the Dude, the move one. is, find someone who just paid all their money into it, run up to them, push them off of it, take it, and run <laughs> it until the money runs out, and then just throw it in the river. Like we <laughs> Throw it in the river, yeah. <laughs> So the crazy thing is there's like three different companies that have like three different scooters and they're all around downtown Fort Lauderdale. So you have to have like three different phone apps for like all these three different scooters. And most of the time on like a Friday or Saturday night, like the sh- every scooter in downtown is just like fucking dead battery. And you can tell because the scooter's just thrown in the fucking gutter. Like it's not even standing upright. It's just like, it's tossed there, like when you fucking you had that razor scooter as a kid, and it fucking whacked you in the ankle, and you were just like, "Oh fuck, mom!" and you just threw it in the fucking ground. Just take a full-on <laughs> shinner from mom. those motherfuckers, dude. That <laughs> full-on shinner. Friday and Saturday night, these motherfuckers are always all laying around. But what's cool is, like, before they all go dying dead, like, I can just walk around downtown. There'll be like a pack of like sixteen or thirteen of these motherfuckers. And they just go, like, all going down the street, and they're all fucking drunk and loaded up, and the cops don't give a shit. And these people are just, like, falling over and everything. It's great. It's great people watching time. It's just a walk around and just watch these stupid idiots on these scooters. It's great. It's like they, they form little scooter gangs, dude, and, like, they, like, all, like, six people will be together. And, like, I'm just like, man, dude. Those dudes can rob somebody and they're gone. Like, there's nothing that dude can do. They're just speed oh, away. Like, uh, you ever watch fucking Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, just like Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, like, like, fucking, fucking, like, there's like a, a group of middle schoolers like every day around four or five o'clock that ride around. It's like the fucking bottle kids from Trailer Park Boys. Like, <laughs> oh shit, there they are! Fucking get out of there! Rob his blood. But yeah, no, it's like a scooter graveyard. What's crazy is like apparently those cities they'll pay like. Ten dollars a scooter to take it home and charge it, and so you'll just see these like pickup trucks downtown that just have like fifteen, twenty scooters in the back of their truck. They take it to their house, they fucking charge it, and then come and drop it back off in the morning. And they're making like hundred fifty bucks a night charging fucking scooters. So I never, I've, I've never, and I, I wake up early morning for work, and I come home sometimes late at work, and I've never seen like who actually goes out there and. He, they place those scooters or how they actually charge them. 
but it was this morning at like 5:45 in the morning on my way to work and i'm like right next to this like main central train station in downtown fort lauderdale and that's where all the fucking homeless people in downtown fort lauderdale live it's like just one fucking like street and they all live there and every three months the cops have to go there and they clear out the whole place and for about a, a week straight there's no homeless people and they, they clip their ears they clip their ears so they remember them it's like you got two clips son yeah <laughs> yeah so and then and then after that one week they all just come back and then they just like fester there right so at 5 45 in the morning i'm like looking around and i see a guy like just like parked with his like hazard lights on and there's just like this sea of like fucking homeless people just sleeping and this guy's just like just pissed off look on his face and he's fucking like recharging one of these fucking scooters because it's like in the sea of homeless people. I'm like, <laughs> that sucks to be you, dude. Like, I'm sorry that you have to be there right now to fucking charge that. You had to step over the fucking homeless orgy and like to get to the get to the power plug, which some dude was using to charge his like <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it's like, uh, are you sleeping or are you OD? Sleeping or you OD? <laughs> you dead? You dead? Are you dead? Are you dead? There's a lot of piss. I'm assuming you're dead. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing is uh, Friday night uh, down here in Fort Lauderdale. Or the last Friday night. If you ever come here to Fort Lauderdale, I have to show you this one place called Smoky Barbecue. Nice. Because, like, uh, obviously I've been listening to your, like, past episodes and how you're big into smoking barbecue right now. That's right. Smoking so meat. There's this one place in in uh by the beach down at Fort Lauderdale. It's called Smokey's Barbecue, and every 4 p.m. that's when they uh that's when they start selling their brisket. Yeah. Every day at 4 p.m. that brisket goes on sale. By 5 p.m. that brisket is sold out. Yeah. Like nice. Soon, all throughout Fort Lauderdale, if you go to this place, Smokey Barbecue in Lauderdale by the sea, you gotta get quick on that brisket. That's how you do it. That's how it works, man. That's how it works. I'm genuinely love to hear about those places. Oh yeah. It reminds me of Franklin's, dude. It reminds me of little Franklin's barbecue. Yeah, it's the one in Austin, right? Yeah, the one in Austin. Yeah, they open up thing. at eleven and they're sold out by one. Just there's a line. There's a line that starts forming at six in the morning. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. But it's good. It's an experience. It's good barbecue. Well worth it. Yeah, because like growing up in New Jersey, like you don't, you're not familiar with barbecue whatsoever. Like barbecue is not a thing. Like, to, like it was funny because like I grew up in New Jersey, and then I went to school in Jacksonville, Florida, and so people were like, "Oh, let's go get barbecue," and I'm like, "Oh fuck yeah, we're gonna get some barbecue chicken. Like we're gonna fucking do it up." Like, barbecue. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I and then I get down there and they're like. No, pulled pork, brisket, fucking short ribs, fucking pork rib, beef ribs. I'm like, what the fuck did you just do to my taste buds? Like, <laughs> beef ribs, man, that's God's food right there. <laughs> beef ribs, your beef rib liker? Oh, no, dude, that's it, my it, favorite, man. Absolute Big ass dinosaur it, bone beef ribs. Absolute favorite is the brisket. I fucking love brisket. Both solid choices. Both solid choices, man. Look, I, I love brisket, man. I've uh, I think right now, I think I think the last brisket I cooked was number 17 this year, and it's like it's I'm kind of over brisket right now. Like I get it, like I <laughs> like it's just like but like pork ribs, man, that's where I'm at. Like I get a pork oh, rib yeah. right now. I could cook a pork rib right now and fucking send it send it home. Send it where it needs to go. But I love brisket. I loved brisket like Vince did. 
Till you know, <laughs> every waking moment was eating that shit. I'm I got I'm on a fajita jam right now though, but it's how it is. It is what it is. But yeah, I would love to try that smoky meats or whatever it's called. Yeah, so when I got there, they didn't have they were obviously sold out of the brisket, so I had to like go with the pulled pork. And so you, you order the pulled pork and they're like, Do you want it on a do you want it on a roll or do you just want pulled pork? So I was like, I'll just take the pulled pork, like and it comes out and like just wax paper and then it's just like surrounded like wax paper and then you just unfold the wax paper and just all this pulled pork just falls apart and you're just like holy fuck this is great like this is america right now here's your pouch of pulled pork <laughs> i can't remember who from the age of darkness podcast was i want to say i can't remember which one it was they were telling me about pulled pork and how much better pulled pork was than brisket and I was like, no, nah, man, that's just that's just Canada, man. Like you, you like we got like American, like Texas steers, like Texas cows, man. Like it's just like we just we got the best cow. I go kill a cow right now. And fucking we we grill it up. We you know put it on the old smoker. I was like, it's like you, you, we don't eat pigs down here, okay? Unless they're like we just eat the ribs and the rest goes in the trash. Like we don't need the <laughs> we're not making pulled pork in Texas. See, because now that you're in the competitive like smoke and barbecue scene, like. How is it compared to like on the the nationwide like level? Because like I, I've been I've been I've been down here in Florida. I've been in North Carolina, and then I've also been to San Antonio a couple of times. And I know for a fact that like Texas barbecue is different from Florida barbecue, as is those two are different from North Carolina barbecue. So like on like a if you were to compete at like a national level. Like, how would they be able to, like, equally, you know, like, taste that so, out? Because, like... So, so there's different sanctioning. So, like, I compete in what's called IBCA, which is the International Barbecue Something Association. Barbecue Competition, Competition Association or something like that. It's IBCA. The way IBCA works, it's all based on a local taste. So when I cook, like, you are getting three rounds of judges who are local to that area, wherever area you're in. So if you just have generally good tasting barbecue, you're going to do all right. But like, if you're like, if everybody in that area is used to, you know, fucking smoking meats, barbecue or whatever, they're obviously going to be like, I'm pretty sure this is what good barbecue tastes like. So it's like really like taste buds go all over the place, but there's another sanctioning of events from a Casey KCBS which is the uh, Kansas Barbecue, Kansas City Barbecue Society, and they do sanctioning all across America. So, like, if I was going to go compete nationally, I would compete in KCBS, and that you have to be a certified judge to to judge at. And so those certified judges are taught what to look for and taste and all that jazz. Oh, and so there's, like, a very specific flavor they're looking at. And, like, and so they're, they're looking for, like, like they, like, tell you, it's, like, this has, like, so many hints of like a like like a wine taste like so many hints of nutty and all this stuff like this much spicy and all this jazz and like they'll like break down the full flavor profile so like when you go ibca so much is like based on the taste of the meat whereas in kcbs because everybody can attain the flavor people are looking for so much is based off of the presentation of the meat and like how it looks oh okay gotcha yeah, so like this weekend, man, 
I went and judged a, a IBCA brisket over in Beeville, uh, just because like, like we we basically wanted to see like what we were looking at, and that was like because we taste tested or we judged seventeen plates of brisket each, and like it was dude like you got like what people think is like good brisket versus like what's actually good brisket. Like <laughs> we knew what the winners were like, cause you taste it and you're like, this is fucking barbecue. This tastes like legit. Like this tastes like good fucking barbecue. And then you get these other ones that are like, it almost tastes like you're eating like a, like a banana, banana bread or something like that. Like everything, like there's so much sweet shit. Like, why would you ever think that somebody would want sweet as barbecue? Like why would like sweet as brisket? Like I get ribs, but like, like, I don't know. But, like, you taste all these, like, different flavors where it's like, god damn, that's the most spiciest thing I've ever fucking eaten in my life. You know, like, what is it? <laughs> so, like, you know it's good barbecue. And then, like, I was at this table with, like, all these state troopers. And then we come out, and I was like, so, I was like, out of all the things we ate, I was like, what y'all, what y'all think about number 14? And, like, as you grade them, and you don't get to talk to each other until all the meat's off the table. And then it was like, what y'all think of number 14? And literally everybody at the table was like, yeah, that's the best. Like, that's the only one that tastes like real barbecue to me. I'm like, good. I was like, I just want to make sure I wasn't biased and all that stuff. And, you know, I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, number 14. Like, obviously that was the best one out of all of them. It tasted like real barbecue. And then we're just talking like, man, everything else tastes like fucking pool. Like, it tastes like a like a roast or it tasted, you know, like like we had one dude that had the – like, one of them was like pressed ham mushy. It was like, it was like, how did you do this to brisket? Like, what did you do to this poor brisket? So, but at the same time, man, you move so fast with the judging that it's like, you don't like people were turning, like a lot of the briskets presentation wise looked really good, but there was no time to consider the presentation when you're like tasting it and like trying to be as like reasonable with their score as possible. You're just like, okay, I think it looks good. I don't know. Cause I'm already like, two slices back from like all of you other people cutting into it. it. I guess it looks good. So I don't know. I was worried about presentation last time. And I was like, this is me. It's, I shouldn't even be like, be worried about presentation because there's nobody that's going to be able to fucking like take the time to actually judge this and look at it like correctly. So that's, that's, that's why it's like, it's fucking hilarious to me. Cause like, like I could probably go, like go with you two like all across Texas and like taste all the barbecue in the world and be like, this is all fucking great. And then yeah. you be like, yeah. oh no, this guy, this fucking shit here and this Michael shit. Michael has been embittered by some barbecue mishaps <laughs> and now he's taking it out on other people. <laughs> That's how it is, man. That's how it is. It's like but shit, then, shit, shit. <laughs> but then it's funny because then you come up north and I'm and you're like, oh, this is fucking great pizza here, great. And I'm like, nah, dude, this is this is shit pizza like well, i'm telling you man that's what like, i'm saying like, we have no good pizza places down here man like it's fucking like one of you fuckers need to come down here and fucking open a pizza place i'll fuck i'll pay for it i'll pay for the pizza nah, place. Nah, see, that, that's <laughs> not it that's, that's not, the problem is it's the it's the fucking water that's used to make the dough that's the key to everything <laughs> So why do you gotta have that Jersey water? No, no, no. no. It's like, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like it, it's because uh, apparently, and I don't know what the fucking scientific term is, but apparently the water is harder up north. I don't know what that means. I, I, I think it's it like might be minerals in the water. Yeah, yeah it, it it's has more concentrated. I think it's more concentrated with minerals, so it takes an effect when they make the dough, and that's what like you get like the certain regional taste of like northeast pizza compared to everywhere else 
That's and, and it's and what's crazy is it's not even it's not just it's not just pizza like fresh rolls and bread up north like I can't find good rolls down here like I, I gotta go back up north and like go to fucking Italian peoples or something and get some fucking rolls but I've never went roll shopping dude like I've never it's never been a thing like, I've never been like man let me go get some work at a guy work at a guy get some damn good rolls around here we don't get rolls but we got well, we, we, well, what the fuck are you gonna eat with your fucking deli meats. <laughs> fucking bread, bro. You're fucking. You got your capicola and your fucking pastrami. You can't fucking. <laughs> fucking you just throw that on some some honey wheat, like. Thing right. <laughs> Our sandwich game is so weak here too. Like that's like what, <laughs> what? Two pieces of white bread, ham and cheese. What more do you need? <laughs> Put some American Whip on. <laughs> 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 two slices i said flashbacks oh that's what's that's what's that's what's crazy about this uh smoky barbecue joint like not only do they make like this bomb ass brisket that i haven't tasted yet but like they also make this bomb ass pastrami and that's because fort lauderdale is unique because you got all these fucking retirees from northeast that's predominantly of like the jewish background yeah so yeah. like there's great fucking reuben sandwich joints like in downtown fort lauderdale so, like, this place, Smoky Barbecue, not only do they fucking do, like, the brisket and the ribs, they also do, like, corned beef and pastrami. Fuck yeah, so dude. fucking awesome. Oh, man. That's the heater right there. I <laughs> could <laughs> mm. definitely eat all of that right now. Pretty oh, hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty hungry. I wasn't hungry when I sat down. I'm going to be hitting up fucking Arby's and being really disappointed here in a bit. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I guess what I've been working on, dude, uh, definitely been still barbecuing. Uh, we went to go taste test brisket this past weekend. Two weekends ago, we taste tested the ribs so or judged the ribs. Uh, we've been all over the place, man. Um, been working on getting back into miniature gaming. Uh, I've been working on my dwarves. Uh, there's a Escalation League coming up here pretty soon. For Age of Sigmar, and I'm jumping in on that, mate, getting my dispossessed ready. Uh, tons and tons of iron breakers, tons and tons of iron drakes, long beards, hammers. Uh, I bought a lot from some dude on eBay that just has like, I got like seven cannons, like two bolt throwers, a grudge thrower. More artillery than you're allowed to use. More artillery than I'm fucking allowed to use in match play for Age of Sigmar, so, you know, whatever. Uh, on the same time, I also got a bone grinder giant from the Forge World Big Giant Mega Giant because I wanted to paint that up because back in that mood. So, paint me a big bone bone grinder. Found some heads for uh, for dwarves. So, gonna print those giant heads up to put on my giant so it looks like they're friendly dwarf giants. Or regular sized people. Or regular sized people. <laughs> the giant dwarf. Uh, and then. Uh, uh, so I've been working on that. Been looking at book eight, listening to Derek's little spiel. It's kind of pulling me back in. Probably end up starting something with that. I don't know yet. Um, you got blood angels. I'm playing the shit out of some Sea of Thieves, dude. Like every fucking day, I've been hitting up Sea of Thieves. It's such a good game. It's such a fun. I'm trying to get Scott to play. Scott now has a powerful gaming shadow, and that's right. Oh yeah. To- I fucking forgot to talk about that, dude. I am definitely the worst Warhammer Total War player ever, man. <laughs> so 
I'm pretty good at like the part where you actually go out and fight on the battlefield, but the campaign mode where you've got to like sustain your shit and keep your cities from getting corrupted by chaos and like make money. I'm fucking horrible at that, man. You know, like every time I turn around, one of my cities is being taken over, or I have insurrectionists and shit. <laughs> Dude, I've been watching. Hold on, hold on. If you go to YouTube, let me give this dude a shout out because you're gonna fucking well worth it, well worth it. Um, you teach me how to do this right. It is a well, right is a completely different thing than what he teaches you. <laughs> <laughs> let me see, because what he does is he breaks the games, like he like breaks their the way they're supposed to be played by exploiting like. Oh, dude, how do I see my history, man? What's going on? On the YouTube app, you see my history. I know it'll show me on this phone. But he's a YouTuber, man. Like he, like basically he. The fuck. Back up. This is under L- library? No. Yeah. And then. Oh, history. history. Yeah. 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 yeah Change it up a little bit. Stupid ass YouTube app. Uh, the guy's name is. Damn. <laughs> I'm seeing all the music we play while fucking CFD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, King of the Sting, by the way. A1. Yeah. Big fan. Fuck, dude. I have to, I have to follow up later with you on that one because I cannot find this guy. Basically, he plays all these games and finds ways to like exploit them because they'll be like... Oh, did you know that this game, if you pick this faction, gives you a five percent like glitch? Like it like it'll give you five percent extra and there's no cap to it. And like this dude's like straight up jet like he played Total War Attila or something like that. And he was playing as the Eastern Romans and he was like he had a million gold and he was just completely playing the entire game off the interest he was getting from the gold. <laughs> and like he's like, so now my armies cost me nothing. He's like he's like every he's like, I'm just pieced up with everybody. He's like, I'm just making more money than I know what to do with. Just dude, this dude was so fucking funny, man. He was playing this game called a uh, uh, prison architect, where you're supposed to like build this prison. Oh, I fucking <laughs> love that game, dude. So he's playing prison architect, right? He goes, he goes. So I'm gonna go ahead and show you guys how to fucking like make insane amounts of money in this game. And he's like, first off, first thing you gotta do is accept no inmates, and so he makes like he accepts zero inmates. But then he starts this little like agricultural tree farm where he's like farming these trees and he hires a bunch of gardeners and basically turns it into like lumber farm like architect. <laughs> and so like his fucking prison, it has no prisoners, but it has like just all these fucking like log farms in it. <laughs> that's just making all like what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to like like hire like the prisoners are supposed to work on these log farms to make you a little bit of extra money for your prison. We just straight up like makes like this. Like, because you can buy extra land. He ends up buying land, like, 15, 20 times and has this, like, massive million-dollar-a-day log farm that has zero prisoners working on it. he ends up making the fucking tree version of Auschwitz. That's what he does. Yeah, like, like, there's absolutely no fucking, no prisoners on the farm at all. And he's just, like, totally fucking, dude, it's so fucking funny. The the most profitable prison is just a farm. Yeah, it's just a fucking farm, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, so uh, he's like, let me go ahead and see what my let me see what my evaluation of my prison is, see how much I can sell it for. And the game won't let him sell it because he doesn't have 25 prisoners, but it's worth like 
ten million dollars or something like that. <laughs> Fuck! And then gets on my fucking prison. My fucking tea farm. It's so fucking funny. He's called. I think he's called like the Brit. His name's the British Spiff. That's what his name is. The British Spiff. S P I F. Got fucking it. great, dude. So good. It sounds like something I would be. See, I fucking, I fucking love little simulation games like that. There's a great game on Steam. It's called Papers, Please. Oh, I think it's only God. like, it's only like two bucks or something like that, and it's great. And the premise of the game is this fake, like, fucking 1980s, like, Soviet country. And, like, all you do is, like, you sit at a fucking border control gate. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, you, and you have this little book that tells you, like, who's allowed, permitted. And it tells you how to, like, read fake pace, uh, passports according to, like, this rule book. And then you either let people in or you reject people. And then you got to tell them why you, they get rejected. And, like, these little story events pop up. And, like, you got to make sure that, like, your family that's living in the Soviet bloc doesn't, like, starve to death or something like that. Dude. It's it's literally, like, literally, you just, like, go through, like, tons and tons of paperwork, like, all day. They, like, give you fake documents, and you're just like, no, this isn't real, you know? That's my life. (laughs) Dude, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've watched people play that. I'm like, I'm watching you like somebody play this game, which is probably like the most like, wow. <laughs> well, see that me and Scott were talking about this the other day. I was like, dude, you know what I get more fun out of like than playing video games? He's like, what's that? Watching people play video. Yeah, dude. Games. Like, for some reason. <laughs> so like my big thing right now is like I've been watching basically the top videos of like awesome games done quick or summer summer games done quick and like the european speed running assembly it's like all these speed running charity events that go on that like do this week week long 24 hour streams i've been watching like the top like some dude beats fable the original xbox fable in like an hour and a half and i'm like my mind's fucking blown because i was like 12 (laughs) years old playing this fucking game and it took me like 30 fucking days straight to beat that game (laughs) <laughs> he played an hour and a half, cutting all the corners perfectly. And then he's mad at himself. He's, man, last time I did this, I did it in 22 hours. Getting old. <laughs> I, was, I, was telling, I was telling Scott, I was like, yeah, I'll just put that shit on the background. And I'll just like, that's when I'll like paint shit because I'll listen to that in the background. And uh, we were talking about Resident Evil because the Resident Evil 2 remake just came out. Yep. Oh, yeah. So we were, we were talking about that. And there's this one dude. That's fucking hilarious on these fucking speed runs. Like he does all the summer games and awesome games done quick. His name's Pessimism on YouTube, and so like he's when he when he does like these speed re- these speed runs and like people start donating money, he just sits there like the fucking South Park like fucking computer guy like this, just like clicking away. You just hear him like clicking like, <laughs> and then like you'll hear like donation uh five dollars to this charity event and then he just sits there and he's like good luck and then he just keeps continuing to play the fucking game <laughs> he does that the entire fucking speed run it's great oh my god dude i can't man go download sea of thieves right now like go download that shit i'll add you we'll go shit on players dude i cannot wait like i want to play sea of thieves with you or i want to play uh uh grand theft auto rp with you Oh my God! Grand Theft Auto Five, you would yeah. like that? Re- we'll fucking, we'll fucking do it a great sure. We'll get it together, bro. We'll fucking go at, it. dude. The ones where you could be a cop and shit. Oh my goodness, dude! Like that shit cracks me up. 
it's like <laughs> what was it uh you ran that light back there it was yellow no it was red like your ass is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit was red yeah man we're just out here looking for an unlicensed blowjob salesman and that appears to you <laughs> Go download, see if these you two scout go put go download on your shadow, man. Yeah. We'll all fucking team up. We'll all just shit on other players. I'll teach you guys how to play, and then it's like whatever you want to do, man. We'll just go, just ruin people's lives. Why is it tell? Why is it only giving me the option of buying the Xbox version? Oh, and see if thieves. It's a it's play anywhere. So you you can install it, buy it, and then install it on. But dude, do the do the do the Game Pass, you know. I don't know. You might not like being a fucking badass fucking long dick pirate. I don't know. I don't know what you do with your life. I'm telling you, if you like this fucking game, you'll fucking love Hold Fast Nations at War, where it's like 64 versus 64 fucking 18th century sea battles, and there's dudes playing Darude Sandstorm while you're trying to <laughs> get So it's fucking great. So good. And then there's that one asshole who picks the musician class because you pick, like, the different class of, like, who you're going to be. So the one dude's a violin player, and because the musician gives you better, like, accuracy rating on these cannons, there's one asshole playing the same fucking violin tune, and it gets really fucking annoying, so you have to mute his shit. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, you fuck. Like, you just, you're done. Thanks, but shut the fuck up. I'm sorry I'm trying to fucking help you win the game, jerk. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. That's what we've been working on, guys. Uh, I think we're gonna go get some food. Haven't seen see uh, powerful Ryan show up. I guess he. I think he had to go get some food. I think he was in trouble, but not in real trouble. But uh, yeah, we're gonna close it up. Go get something to eat. Cause I'm hungry. Yeah, this food talk, man. I'm starving. All right, guys. Y'all have a nice night. <laughs> have a great night, everybody. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs>